So, it's been almost exactly a month since I got to New York from LA. Um, and in some ways, it feels completely natural, like all the muscle memory I have of walking around the city and taking the subway is just activated and automatic. Um, it's like even if my mind doesn't totally remember where I'm going, something in my body does and my feet just carry me to the the right exit um, underground and um, turns a corner at the right spot. So I did get a few questions from some people who have listened to the podcast. And uh, I had mentioned my fibromyalgia diagnosis as uh, the reason for leaving New York initially. So um, that that does come back to me as I've been here. Um, I can feel the tension in my body and, you know, while I've built up stamina uh, for walking again and walking up and down stairs to get into the apartments I've been staying at, um, I do feel the chronic pain start to set in again. So... In 2015, uh, I was diagnosed and it happened after just a a series of events where I just kept getting sinus infections and was having to postpone work, um, and just stop my life frequently um, at at a really inopportune time because it was a time where um, I had just started um, getting into engineering and all of these doors to the industry that I'd been dying to be a part of since I was a child were were opening for me and when I got this diagnosis I knew I'd have to turn them down because even if I ignored it and tried to keep going on business as usual those doors would eventually close because I wouldn't be able to consistently perform at the level that I needed to. Um, So it was a deeply upsetting (laughs) moment in my life. And um, it was a real crossroads because I knew that if I kept down the path that I was on, 
um, I could really severely damage myself. My body was giving me major signals and um, an invitation, if you will, to slow down and um, and offer me the opportunity to put myself first because before it had been my work and my ambition and wanting to be really successful um, in my field and financially and do all the right things to get there and my body was saying no. Another thing that was deeply disturbing to me was the fact that it mirrored so much of my childhood experiences of being chronically ill and getting sinus infections out of nowhere um, and just being ill and miserable all the time but getting test after test after test that said that nothing was really wrong or you know, the lab results, the the term is unremarkable. Um, so in a sense, getting this fibro diagnosis um, in my late 20s was also really validating um, because the doctor did recognize that something was not right and that I was really suffering Um but it was painful to to realize that I had to put 15, 20 plus years of work and direction to the side, possibly forever. And um, with how my particular fibro manifests, um, I get very overly stimulated and I start feeling inflamed all over my body and sore all over my body. Fatigue comes in, brain fog comes in. I shut down. Um, It's not ideal if you're trying to function and work and have relationships and take care of yourself And, you know, I had my cat Gatsby at the time, too, who relied on me to take care of him. Um, So I knew I had to leave New York um, because of that. I needed a full body reset, just remove the stimulation to get back to baseline. and figure out what actually worked for me and actually made me feel okay so I could put better practices into my daily life. Um, It still took about two years from that um, acceptance of my body's invitation um, to actually commit to leaving New York. and going back to Tucson, where it's quieter and more spacious. Um, It was a really hard decision. I 
a part of me felt like I failed. Um, it was hard to to see, even though I knew it was the right decision, it was hard to see at that time how this wasn't just a complete and total failure um, on my part, devoting so much time and energy and money to this dream and this life to just say, no, I can't do it anymore. It was devastating. It was absolutely devastating. Um, So I have a much better handle on the fibro. And at this point, I'm not thinking in such black and white terms anymore. Um, You know, relearning how to live my life and re-educating myself about myself was, uh, was a struggle, but it, it eventually started getting easier. Um, you know, part of it was just starting to even notice the most basic bodily signals and just act on them immediately like, oh, my stomach is grumbling. I should eat. Oh, my bladder's full. I got to pee. Let me do that. You know, for whatever reason, I would just zone out and like skip these things because I just didn't prioritize my needs at all. Um, And so on on top of the grief and all the feelings that I was having about going back to my hometown, which I swore I'd never do because I was so over it and I'd left for a reason, for many reasons, um, It was just a total relearning of everything. I had to learn that my basic needs were not selfish because that was a big narrative that I was holding on to, a huge narrative. Um and it's one that I can proudly say I, I feel like I've made a lot of progress on. Um, which just feels like a testament to the fact that I did make the right decision in leaving. And now when I come back, as I have, um, I know what's a no and I know what's a yes. And I know when I've hit my energetic bandwidth and when I need to just rest and do nothing 
Like today, I think I did, I don't know, four or five things. I sent an email that I needed to respond to. I made lunch plans with a family member. I went to the post office. And then I spent a lot of the day on my phone playing games. Because sometimes that's just what needs to happen. Um, I also had EMDR yesterday, so I'm trying not to do too much because I know my brain is processing a lot of things. Um, And that's what's important. Making sure that I'm okay and that my well-being is more important than the to-do list. So, so New York has been a pleasant experience so far, I think because I know myself better and can behave accordingly and not let New York try and influence my decision-making too much. Um, And, you know, the fact that I I acknowledge the chronic pain that I'm in now um, just reminds me that this is not the long-term place. This is not the end of the journey at this moment um, because my body says no. And it's as simple as that sometimes. So, you know, there's more travel ahead. Uh, I think I mentioned in the last episode that I was thinking of London. So I will go more into that probably on the next episode. Um, But basically, my decision about that um, has to do with um, when I went to visit a friend there shortly after moving back to Tucson, I want to say two months after I moved back, I visited this friend. Um, I was there for 10 days and I felt really sad when I was packing up to leave and that's not something I usually feel um, when going places or leaving places. So I put a pin in it to go back as soon as I could to explore more of what those feelings were about. And um, while I am currently homeless and have no ties really to anyone or anything where I need to be anywhere in particular, now seems like a pretty good time. Omicron aside, I will be keeping an eye on that situation, but um, 
yeah, London seems to be the next place. I will still be in New York for at least the next month or so. So we'll see what else comes up for me while I'm here. Uh, And I uh, hope everyone's having a great holiday season, an easy holiday season. Um, It's a tough time of the year, Uh, but I will see you all on the other side. Bye for now.